0: One of the reasons I love service-based businesses is because it is one of the least expensive type of businesses you can start. You're not dealing with products, so you don't have any inventory you have to carry. In today's episode, I will give you the juicy details about the two things you can do to raise capital to start your online service business. You don't want to miss this episode. I'd like to tell you about Start a Service-Based Business Community for Christian Women. It's a free Facebook community I created for Christian women who want to start a service-based business. If I just described you, please come and hang out with me on the free Facebook community. You will find support, clarity, and accountability on your new business journey. The link to join the community is in the episode description. I can't wait to see you there. Let's dig into today's episode. Hey, Sirs. Welcome to the Start That Business podcast, where you will find practical solutions that empower you to start your service-based business. I'm your host, Chichi Ukomadu, an entrepreneur, wife, mom of three, and a Jesus follower. Ten years ago, I was afraid of giving up my desire to build a corporate career and say yes to the Holy Spirit's knowledge to start that business. I believe personal fulfillment comes from letting go of your way and saying yes to God's way so you can become all you were created to be. If you're ready to find personal fulfillment, grab a cup of coffee, tea or hot cocoa and your favorite snack. It's time to take your first step to start that business. You know the one I'm talking about? Yes, that one you've been putting up for a long time. <laughs> starting a service-based business is one of the easiest businesses you can start or fund. And that's why I love service-based businesses. I remember when I was starting out as an international personal shopper, I didn't need much Money to get up and running, and that was the exciting part. I didn't have any product, I didn't need to carry any inventory. I just had to create a PDF document that had my services and my pricing and once people ordered my service, I would just go deliver the service after they pay for it. so that is one of the beauty of a service based business. Another thing to also consider as you start your service-based business, especially when it has to do with raising funds or capital, is first start with minimum viable business. The whole concept of minimum viable was first started by a man called Eric Ries, and he came up with the concept of minimum viable product. Minimum viable simply means the smallest version of anything are trying to accomplish so if you were launching a product business what is the smallest version of that product that can solve a problem for your customer and you don't need all the bells and whistles so that's what minimum viable product means if we bring it to the business world to this new service-based business you want to start what is your minimum viable business what does it look like? What is the smallest version of the service you're trying to put out there that will solve a problem for your customer? And what are the list of things you need to be able to deliver on your minimum viable business? So make a list of, I call it the essential business setup or business startup needs. What are the essential things you need? So when you're thinking of essential things, you need a bank account, You need to be legal and legit. You need a way to communicate the services you offer to your customers and to collect payment for those services. Once you have created this essential business startup list, these are the essential things you need. You can cost these things. How much does it cost to open a bank account? Zero. (laughs) Or let me not say zero, but some accounts require you to open the account with a minimum deposit of $25 or $50 or $100. So in that case, the cost for opening the bank account can be $25 or $50 or $100. How much does it cost for you to register your business and be legal in the state where you're operating or in the country where you're operating? So make a list of these essential things. So Put all the bells and whistles aside. Just make a list of these essential things you need to pay for to get this business up and running. This will become your minimum viable business. Now, once you have this list, I will jump right into the two things you can do to raise capital to be able to pay for the things that are on your list. Now, the number one thing you can do is to collect payment upfront for your services. When I was starting as an international personal shopper, once I created my essential list, my minimum viable business, I started charging customers upfront. So when you schedule maybe a one-hour shopping package with me, I collected my money upfront. So I didn't tell you, oh, you need to pay a deposit No. I collected the 100% of the money up front. That helped me buy anything I needed to deliver that service. So you get what I'm trying to say? So when you collect that money, that money essentially becomes the capital you need to execute on that order, to fulfill that service, to do anything else that is on your essentials list. Sometimes you can start start out as a sole proprietor. You can start out as a sole proprietor, meaning you are self-employed, you're working for yourself. And maybe after your first order, you get the money you need to register as an LLC. So you see how that plays out. So you're pretty much collecting your payments upfront and you're using that payment to fund your business. You're using that payment to run your business. So that's one of the ways you can raise capital collect payments upfront, If possible, collect 100% of your payments up front. As you're starting as a new service business owner, try to stay away from uh, people who say, oh, give me a payment, maybe a 15 days payment plan or a 30 days payment plan. Depending on the kind of service you're offering, You might want to introduce some kind of payment plan, but just make sure you're getting enough money up front because that is what you will use to run your business. All right. The second thing you can do to raise capital to start your online business is, wait for it, start saving a portion of your income. Now you might say, okay, Chi-Chi, I'm not working, I'm not earning an income. Do you have an allowance? Do you get a monthly allowance, maybe from your family purse or from somewhere? Do you have people that give you gifts? Start saving a portion of any money you receive. It can be income. It can be an allowance. It can be a monetary gift. It can be your tax return that you file. This is tax season if you're in the U.S. It can be a portion of your tax return. Start putting money away. The thing to consider is you have to be the first investor in your business. You have to be willing to first invest in your business before you go out to a bank, other investors, and you ask them to come invest. When you go out, they'll ask you, how much of your money have you put into this business? Most investors will ask you that. How much of your money have you put into this business? So when you start saving a portion of your income, you are essentially investing in your business. And when I think of investing, I'm reminded of the story about Joseph in the Bible where Joseph had come to interpret the dream for Pharaoh and he told him about the seven years of abundance and the seven years of farming that were coming. And Joseph told Pharaoh, he said, for every crop, for every income that Egypt make." That for every income or in every crop that Egypt harvests, he said, put away one-fifth of that into storage. Save one-fifth of that so that when the years of farming come, you have enough to live on. Now, if you calculate one-fifth, one-fifth is pretty much 20%. So can you start putting 20% of a portion of your 20% of your income? of your allowance, of any monetary gift you receive, can you start putting it away to use it to invest in your business? Maybe 20% is too big for you. Let's even bring it down. Can you start with maybe $100 from your paycheck each pay period? Can you just put away $100 each pay period? Or for every money you receive, you can put away $100 now. If you're not able to do a flat amount, you can consider a lower percentage. Why not even start with 1%? Okay, say, okay, for every money I receive starting from today that I'm listening to this podcast episode, I'll start putting away 1% of that money away. 1% is small enough that it will not break the bank, but it's small enough to help you build that habit of putting money away for your business, investing in your business yourself. Now, let me give you a practical example. If you earn $1,000, or maybe you have an allowance of $1,000, or you receive a monetary gift of $1,000, or you file your tax return and you get $1,000 back, and you say, okay, for this $1,000, I want to remove 20%. 20% is $200. So if you remove that consistently for every money you receive within, by the time you remove that $200 for the fifth time, you would have saved $1,000. So multiply that across maybe 26 weeks or two months or six months, you can imagine how much you would have saved up that you can now use to register your business, to do all the fun things that you want to do in your business. So this is the second way you can raise capital to start your online service business. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10 says, For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and bread to eat. I will pause right there. He says, God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and bread to eat. In some other translations, he says, seed for the sower and bread to eat. So what that tells me is that when God gives you any monetary resources, he expects you to remove part of it to become seed that you can sow into something that will grow. And He expects you to remove the one that you will eat, which is your bread, which is the money you set aside for your expenses, for things like that. So when God provides financial resources, money for you, He expects you to split it. So split it into two. One should be seed that you sow into. When you sow a seed as a farmer, Is something that will grow and multiply. When you remove what you will eat as bread, you eat it and that's it. It doesn't multiply. So God expects us to sow from what we receive as financial income and also to remove bread that we are going to eat with. So with this principle, you can start putting money away as early as today, as early as you listening to this podcast. All right, let's recap real quickly. Two things you can do today to raise capital to start your online service business. One, collect payment upfront for your services. If possible, collect 100% of your payment. Now, for different services, you might want to do a deposit, but make sure the deposit is large enough to bring in money that you can use to deliver that service. The second thing you can do is to save a portion of your income, your allowance, any monetary gift you receive, your tax return, anything financial that comes into your coffers, save a portion of it. So your homework today, your homework today will be to open a new bank account. You can name this bank account Future Business or my, whatever the name of your your service business that you want to start, you can name the bank account that name. And starting from today, any money you receive, decide in your heart what you want to put aside. Like in the scripture we read, you need to have seed that you're sowing and bread that you're eating. So starting from today, Open a bank account and decide what your seed should be. Yours can be 20%, like Joseph recommended to Pharaoh. Yours can be a flat amount. Yours can be a lower percentage. It can be 1%. It can be 2%. It can be 5%. But whatever you do, make sure that starting from today, any money you receive, you are putting aside seed that you're saving. For your business and you remove the one you're going to eat as bread, which will be to pay for your expense. I pray the words in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10, the B portion of that. I pray that God will provide and increase your resources, your financial resources, and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. I hope you have been encouraged. I hope you have learned something from today's episode. Thank you for hanging out with me. Keep listening for more exciting episodes and I'll see you soon. Hey, sis! before you go, if this podcast has encouraged you, helped you, inspired you or taught you something new, please head over to Apple Podcasts and search for Start That Business Podcast and leave me a written review. That's one of the ways I know this podcast is impacting your life. Thank you so much. I'll also love to connect with you on Instagram. My handle is at Ukomadu. Until next time, always remember, you have all you need to start that business. I'll see you soon.